my gosh. What's up, Just Sayers? Welcome to the Just Sayin' Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Marndale. We're going to break down the week's top stories in pop culture for you. And this week, I have a fantastic guest. She is the co-host of That's Messed Up Podcast with Lisa Traeger. Uh, the very funny, the very witty, Kara Clank is here with us. Thank How you are so you? Much. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so I know. excited. Oh, my Just Sayers are so happy to have you <sighs> this week. We were discussing earlier... Um, uh, just how we know each other. Yes, and it was—it's a very Hollywood <laughs> it's style, a, it's a silly story. Story. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. So I was invited to Tim Dillon's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Comedian, uh, blowhard, extraordinaire. Tim no Dillon. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, I, I went to his house, and then I went. I actually arrived with Lisa, mm-hmm. and when we got there, she just sort of disappeared. And then later, like, she emerged from a bedroom with you. And not in, like, a sexual way, but I was like, where have you been? She was like, Justin and I have just been lying on a bed talking. And I was like, okay. That's how I roll. Yeah. But you know if you're a woman laying in bed with me talking, that's all that's yeah. happening. And we found this room in the Dylan Grotto, <laughs> which was just a—it was so weird, but it was lovely. It was just, like, like Banana Republic's new home store that they just did like two weeks ago, but it was very much that aesthetic, like neutral walls, this bed just in the center of the room, and then just this small hobbit fireplace. He had just moved in, so it felt very staged. Mm -hmm. The home was like still staged or something. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I I think we met, like Lisa introduced us really briefly, but that's... um, that's as far as I know. And then I've heard you on other podcasts. And uh, I'm, I'm enchanted. Oh, thank you. Same. <laughs> I honestly, I was. I remember going in there and being like, does he live here? I know. Does, does Tim Dillon live here? And I was telling you actually before we got on that I had been in that house months earlier. Another person mm-hmm. that I know lived in that house before. Which is probably, that's, that's a weird matrix. Yeah. Situation. Well, and I, then I showed up at Tim's party just, you know, having just taken a little bit of mushroom chocolate and mm-hmm. ready to have some holiday fun. And I was like, why why have I been here before? The refrigerator is different, but everything else looks the same. Like, what's happening? And then it turned out, yeah, he bought it from another person I know. God, and that tree was massive. Yeah, yeah. and also the last time I'd been there, yeah, there hadn't been a tree. A massive 20-foot Christmas tree. God. And catering. And, ca- and Megan Trainer. Yeah, and Megan, Megan Trainer was there. And I was in like, a Christmas uh, in an ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. Pre-pregnancy. I was, I was like um very I, mean, I love Tim. I've known him for a long time, but I was like, this could go either way. This could be like <laughs> we show up and it's like two open bags of chips, and he's like, What? I just moved in. Or it could be really nice and catered. And it was the second it one. Was so lovely. I was I was impressed. It was, it was very, there was a bar, very... there were bartenders, there were, you know, yes, there it was. was. Nice. There was TikTokers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there were I kept going, who are these young boys? It was all TikTokers. I was just like, who are these like the kids was running like, around? Someone did someone bring their kids? I yeah. truly was like, oh, somebody like like his agent brought their kids or something like that. But then it was they were TikTokers. And then Whitney Cummings was just like, gather around, children. <laughs> Let me tell you all a tale. Like taking pictures. I was like, this is the most Hollywood shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, are you having? I mean, it's it's the first week of October. Yes. 
I'm here for it. Are you a, a, a spooky bee? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I've already got tickets for Halloween Horror Nights oh. with some friends. I'm, you know, the problem is I feel like maybe your friend group is different, but no one ever really decides to have a party until like two weeks before. Mm -hmm. So then I'm scrambling for a costume. Mm -hmm. So right now I don't have any parties in place. Okay. And I'm like, I have this great wig that a drag queen wig designer gave me. That Who? It's like um, a guy in Orlando. I forgot. Not wigs I'm by so vanity, no, is it? Oh my That's God. Like I can one. afford a wigs by vanity. <laughs> No, this was like a listener of my podcast who's so lovely and came to one of my shows and gave me this like beautiful, it's styled like Dolly Parton. So I was like, oh, I could always be like Dolly Parton. It's this like big blonde wig. Um, but so far, you know, TikTok, no one's knocking on my door asking me to go to any Halloween parties. But I'm like, I have kids, you know, I have two kids. So we're going to like trick or treat, do all the Halloween shit. I volunteered to do a Halloween thing at my kid's school like an idiot because yeah. I have no time. But yeah, you know, I get into it. I yeah. like the Halloween spirit. I do too. And like this weekend was like the the first. Oh, the chill was in the, the air, baby. The chill was in the air. Yeah. Oh my God. I like opened my windows. There was like gloomy gray clouds. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, my wind chimes. That's I'm in my wind chime era right <laughs> yes, now. Yes, the wind chimes. I went to Laguna with my boyfriend for our anniversary last month. And I was like, these wind chimes, Are we're coming putting with them up. Me. We're taking down the hummingbird feeder. <laughs> and we just had these, it's like that creepy glass that yeah. could have been found at a scrap metal place, but it's like kind of designer. Totally. Just and a, I have a ugh. creepy kid. My four-year-old. <laughs> I love a creepy kid. She loves Halloween and everything creepy. Good she likes her. spooky. She makes me Google skeletons yes. for her. Like uh, she's a creep. Icon. So yeah, she, we once it starts to really pop off in our neighborhood, we go on nighttime walks. Good. Where we check out everybody's, um, we call them our spooky walks. And mm -hmm. yeah, we like to check out everybody's decorations. I mean, they're full force. Like, and I love like when you, it's like September 30th, you turn the corner and it's just like a normal apartment and then the next day you haven't seen people set up anything yeah. and all of a sudden it is just ga, 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 yeah. just Halloween down. A and giant like, spider web outside oh, their house. I love it. A 20 I love foot it. skeleton. I love it. Um, now, That's Messed Up uh, is your podcast that you do with Lisa. It's yes. an SVU uh, recap show. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple things in one because it's we recap an episode of SVU and we jump all over the map like mm -hmm. we don't like cuz it's 24 seasons so mm -hmm. like we go all over the place and then it's the true crime that the episode was based on so it's a true crime podcast as well and then we interview an actor from the episode which Ooh. we've been on pause from doing during the strike cuz right. we support our union but as soon as we hope things wrap up soon we'll be back to having guests. And what is women's fascination with murder? What a great question. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I think it's like we're, we're always wor worried about being murdered. Okay, fair. Um, so this way we kind of Not like... Not Lisa. She likes to just lay in a bed with a oh, stranger. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I it's mean, Christmas. Like, what could go wrong? I've Everything. Been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been so into true crime for so long and then SVU like premiered on my birthday in 1999. So oh, it wow. feels like it's, you know, kismet. But like there's something so great about that show. It's formulaic. It's like they, they almost always get the, the guy. They almost always figure it out. There's like justice, which is like a fantasy that doesn't happen in the real world. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we like specifically about SVU. But with true crime, I really do think it's like women like learning tips, feeling like, what is it? Like the monster you know or the enemy you know? You know what I mean? Like if you know about the way that people are predators and you just consume enough true crime, you're like, maybe I'm protecting myself. I can't speak for all women, but I do think that. the red flags. Yeah, spot yeah. the red flag. Like, I mean, we hear stories about like women. I, I mean, a little girl just got tried to get attempted kidnapped. She was kidnapped. She was kidnapped. And the person, the little girl knew to like wipe slime that she was playing with all over the person so that they like knew it was him. Ew. And she like learned that from SVU or something. Like. Whoa. So you hear about these little stories on the Today Show about how true crime is like saving people's lives. And so, you know. 
Well, it's actually really funny. Did you watch uh, Only Murders in the I'm, on the building? I'm on. I'm. I've started the third most recent season, okay. but I'm not through it yet. But it's, that reminds me of that glitter bomb that they do, where they're oh, like, yes. the, the, the where, whole who like, has the, the glitter? Yeah, yes. who has the glitter on their jacket? Perfect. Yeah, it yeah. is fascinating. And, and who, who has been? Do you have any like top actors that you've had on, or who have made appearances on SVU? Oh, who have made appearances? A few who've been on our podcast. On our podcast, Both. we've had Marsha Gay Harden. Work. We've had BD Wong. Um, we've had Wyclef Jean. We have talked to a bunch of the cast members on the show, like Kelly Giddish and Stephanie March, and people who were on it for mm-hmm. years and years and years. And then, but huge celebrity episodes. Dream guests are obviously we want to talk to Mariska Hargitay one day, but Cynthia Nixon is on an amazing yes. episode. Um, we just covered the episode that Robin Williams was on, obviously, R.I.P., but we love when comedians are on. Like, the Martin Short episode is iconic. Uh, um, Kathy Griffin's been on an episode. Margaret Cho, we interviewed Margaret Cho on our podcast because she's been on it. Bob Saget was on our podcast because he was on one. I know, like, legends have yeah. been on that show, and have we We want to talk to them all. 24 years, that's insane. I know. And now that the strike is over, they're going into season 25. I oh, mean, the already? Writer, well, the writer strike is over. The SAG strike, we're hoping, will <sighs> wrap up, and I think in the new year they'll be getting getting it going. I hope so. I'm just like, let's go already. I know. Let's go already. Um, <laughs> I want to say um, uh, my favorite part of October so far is that we're getting premieres of several shows that have already filmed. We are getting um, one of my favorite shows with Cynthia Nixon— the Gilded Age. Okay. October 29th. Have you seen that? I Okay, so my husband and I started last uh, season, and we want to finish it. We just, like, got behind—it's all on our DVR. It's, it's like sitting right there. It'll take season two for me to be like, let's go. I'll oh, catch up. I am yeah. ready. Yeah, I'm still saying it's Miranda's, like, great-great-grandmother. <laughs> like, I, I want to, like, have that, like, and just, I like, that it. Gilded Age, just multiverse. It's so fantastic. We're also getting— um, I think it's November 1st. We're getting Real Housewives of Beverly Hills oh. as well as Miami. The wow. premiere. Wow. They're yes. going to hit us with the one, two They're like that? They're hitting us, and those are my two favorites. Miami Just, is slaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do season two with Miami because yeah. the last season was like Lisa's divorce. We had the hot right. mic incident. And I'm not a big Housewives person. I just, those were the two. I know Beverly Hills because. Obviously, like, yeah. we live here, right? But, like, Miami just got it. It was just, like, this—the bright they're colors, fun. the mojito. They're fun. I remember— uh, They're wa- really rich. Yeah. yeah. And I remember watching their promo, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Are they holding mojitos? And they were like, yes, we are holding mojitos. Yeah. Wait, that's their that's their peach is I mojitos? I think it's mojitos. Oh I believe. I, I believe it's mojitos. So funny. Like, and it's also like a funny cast too. It's like Martina Navratilova's like wacky animal loving wife is on it. Yes. Like they've never the show has always been like not homophobic, but like there have been there have been housewives that are homophobic. Like for sure. Like the franchises I won't say like obviously Bravo it like embraces the LGBT community, but like there's women that are like, I've never kissed another woman. And it's like, who cares? Well, now like, they all make now out. Now they all have. But yeah. like, I love that they have an LGBTQ cast, mm-hmm. you know, member on Miami. Nicole, the doctor with the neon outfit, she's oh, hot. Like, yes. there's a lot of good stuff on Miami. Well, even in the new, the spinoff for New York, there, you know, we've got several LGBT like yeah. women on there. So yeah, they're coming in. I mean, now you have, I think Beverly Hills, they're going to like tap into the whole Kyle and who's well, that country course, singer? Morgan, Morgan Wade, I think sure. is her name. But don't you think that, listen, I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to these housewives. 
I everything else, uh, no. Listen, yeah. Housewife nine eleven, not an inside job. <laughs> Housewives, what's going on? Like horse tranquilizer vaccines, <laughs> no. Housewives, yes. I just did. You follow any scandal? You know, I did not, but there was no escaping it. Right. So I felt like I was, I know Lisa was. Lisa well, would be like, we want to talk. Scandal was running through her veins. Yes, Are you kidding? Yes. Like we were all really into it, but it just feels like now everybody's like chasing the Scandal bump, the buzz, like everything that the happens fix. from that. Like Ariana was in nine national commercials. They were at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. She was on the cover of like Glamour. That's like a bump up. She's in that House, any of uh, these housewives. Dancing with the Stars. She's on Dancing with the yeah. Stars. Like that's a bump up that a lot of these housewives would love, I think. Yeah. So now it's like suddenly. What do we do? I'm divorcing my husband of 27 years when that's my whole thing is a happy marriage. Am I seeing a woman? I'll never tell. Like that whole thing. Or people getting all these divorces are happening. Like Mia from Potomac and her husband, da- uh, like um, Daddy G or whatever, they're getting divorced. I don't know. Like Lisa Hochstein was honestly ahead of it with mm-hmm. like the hot mic. But now it's, I agree. It's like what, everyone's doing this stuff to kind of like chase the scandal high, it's, I think. Yeah, it's like, it's like we a gotta weird outdo addiction. It. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you have Mauricio on Dancing with the Stars as yes. well as Kyle's husband. She's traipsing, Kyle's traipsing around Europe with the country star. And it's like, first of all, I'm like, I didn't realize country was big in Paris, but I guess, you know. You know what is big in Paris? Bed bugs. Oh, God. I know. I mean, that's what's (laughs) happening right now in Paris. So hopefully they don't come back with panty crickets because that would just not be fun. As a former New Yorker, bed bugs just hit me in a place of fear that I cannot really. Well, as a former person who had panty crickets, (laughs) 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 not fun. Not fun. That was a that was the time. Oh my god! Yeah, it'll ha- I mean, it's it's not good. But um, what are your thoughts on Salt Lake? Because I have I have gone that route. People, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like how streamers people are like, how are you not watching the Bear? Yeah. How are you not watching this? How are you not watching that show? So you know. Much. And you're like, I I just can't. And then finally, you break in more ways than one. And you're like, you know what? I'll, I'll watch Salt it. Lake. And yeah. I started Salt Lake, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I missed the whole Jen Shaw thing. And that's part of the reason why I didn't watch it, because I was like, who cares? Yeah. It was like it was like jail and all this stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to deal with that. You know, ugh. So, but then we have this, like, new cast of Salt Lake women who hold snowflakes. Yes. Which is kind of symbolic and metaphoric this season. <laughs> Wait. You know? For— Not drugs. Like, yeah. Like— they're they're they're, they're all too sensitive. Yeah, they're all too sensitive. They're all yes, too just yes, like. Yes. I was uh, like, wait, is there a cocaine episode? No, I there isn't yet. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm. Uh, do you have a favorite? Um, of the of the cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. There, there is something about Heather Gay that I really love. Even though I think like she got a little bit, bit too big for her britches after she found out that like Rihanna loves her and all these people. Right? Well, you know, yeah. like and she's excommunicated, wrote a book. Yeah, we get it. But like. I still kind of like her. I feel like I would hang out with her. I, she, you know, I when she threw up in the Sprinter van, I was like, oh, that's tough stuff. And then, <laughs> but I, but like, here's what I like about her. After that episode, I saw her on Watch What Happens Live and they were like, was there pee too? She's like, I'm not going to say no. Like, she's not, like, you know how there's like a thing that she might be peeing at the same time as she's puking? Can that Sorry, happen? This is like, Can you pee and puke? warning on this fuck. 
They can well, you pee and puke at the same time? Because she's sitting there on the she's sitting on the seat and she's got a bag and we think the puke is like leaking through the bag, but also there's it's something pee. that looks like it's dripping down off her seat. It's pee. So did she really just lose all bodily fluids yes. at the same time? Who's to say? The she altitude. doesn't deny it. No. She's like, she's like, I don't know. I was a mess. Like I'm embarrassed. You know, she just kind of owns it, which I like. Lisa Rinna, you know, TM own it, but like. I do like that about Heather. I also kind of like Meredith. Meredith going into an English accent at that dinner, like sent the me rumors of my husband. Yeah, go there, the husband. Like she was so funny. What that wasted? Because I don't think we've seen that. And also, whenever I see that level of wastedness, I'm like, you need to not take your pills like a day before right. the trip. Like your pills are mixing with the alcohol. It's like Dorinda on New York, which I don't know if you get into, but would just go from zero to hero, like so drunk so fast. And I'm like, oh, the pills are interacting. Mm-hmm. That's always my theory. Again, I'm a conspiracy I'm theory. still amazed how some people just don't know how to mix pills with alcohol I know. Yet. Like, get over it. I mean, like, it's figure we're it in Q4. You like, gotta figure it out. Like, figure it out. It's almost yeah. 2024. <laughs> like, we now know how to mix properly. Yeah. And you're not doing it. Because, like, the British accent, like, it was so, it was just, I don't know. And obviously, there's editing. I don't know how long they've been there. I also didn't see Heather drink five martinis that made her throw up. Uh, but first of all, as a gay, not a Heather gay, but a gay, <laughs> I want to say that those were not Espresso martinis. Lisa also, as an espresso martini aficionado, was like, these are bad. Thank these, you. That's why we friends. She was like, these aren't real. These are like the kind that They're are like. They're not. They were like chocolate. They were creamy or something. Creamy. Like that's, It's supposed to be liquid. Yes. Like, it was, that you was know? like Bailey's, like cream. Yeah. It was not. That was not a proper espresso martini. So she was doing it. Yeah. I know. That and restaurant she was did her dirty. And it was like, it was like, that's why I think she got sick because it's just like cream. Yeah. You're just drinking like chocolate cream Ugh. with like vodka in it. Yeah. I worked at a martini bar when I was in my early 20s and you had, I had to make the espresso. You made an espresso yeah. shot and then it's like with the vodka in yeah. the thing. It's like there is no other cream or liqueurs no. you need to add. But I, so are we talking about this most recent one where Lisa Barlow cried because she had to get into drag? That's what I want to get into. But first I want to say this, just sayers. If you go get an espresso martini and it's creamy, send it back. Send it back. <laughs> it's not a proper one. And do it with tequila because it's an upper. She, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Somebody she was, was right. doing uh, that. Whitney. Whitney yeah. said that. And so Whitney's right. Um, but yes, I did want to say this because they went to the Trixie Motel, which is a beautiful place. You know, Trixie, uh, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're with her. I've never um, been, but I'm dying to go. Uh, does not have bed bugs. Yet. Um, But yeah, they do like this girl's trip to the Trixie Motel. Right. And yeah, it was great. Like Mary Crosby does not participate in anything. I'm almost like, it was funny for like a minute when she wouldn't get out at the obstacle course. I was like, I get it. It's raining. You don't want to get wet or whatever. You got to go to the other shit. You got to go to this stuff. Try it. Go and make fun of it or whatever. Like you're getting paid. You cannot sit and not go to this dinner and go to McDonald's. Like, I don't know. I guess that's endearing to people. I also like am not a Mary Cosby fan because I do believe she is defrauding her parishioners in a a real way. Like I think- Is that that the one married to her grandpa? Yeah. She's, Wait, well, she's go mar- back because I missed that. So she's married to her grandpa, not not biologically her grandpa, a man who was married to her grandmother. And the grandmother was like the like um, matriarch of the church. Uh-huh. And when she died, she wanted to leave everything to marry as like the next matriarch. And so she basically told her husband, like, you have to marry my granddaughter. And I think skipped over the mother and didn't <sighs> want the mother to be involved. And so Mary married her step-grandfather, but, like, she acts like it's not a big deal, but she also hates him. Mm. And, like, they were like, how was 
how, how was your year? Like, and she was like, oh, my husband was gone for like six months out of the year. And she was like, so how was that for you? She was like, it was good. Like oh, she yeah, like she I doesn't mind when he's gone. Like, I feel like they've consummated one time to have their son and that's it. Like, I don't think that's my, that's the vibe I get. But she's in head to toe designer. She's constantly bragging about her designer stuff. And I know that she takes it from these parishioners. She is like in this little church. And I just know she's taking like tithing or whatever. I'm tithing. Jewish, but like whatever that is. Mm. I think she abuses, and like people came out and said that about her after the first season, and then she wasn't asked back, and now she's back as if we're like forgetting that. But I don't like that. But is she back? She's sitting on the bus. She's back and, like, and not, not back, doing anything. Yeah, yeah, she's back and not doing anything. So it's like, and she is the the uh, the episode where she did said you called me a pornography was really funny. <laughs> Because she confused the word predator with she the word thought, pornography. You called me a pornography. Everyone, yeah. she said, not even pornography. Not it even pornographer. Pornography. pornography. Yeah, you called me pornography, and she's like, "What? No, a predator." Oh, oh. I Heather's mean, mid about to bark, but she goes, "Predator." Predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which, by the way, I want to have a. This is some merch. I want a a merch idea. Meredith button where it's like if I'm somewhere and I want someone to leave, I can just press it. And it's just you can, can leave. leave. That's all I want. Um, but yes, back to the Trixie Motel. So Trixie sets up this room for them. Trixie, world famous drag queen. Um, and I think they have the whole place. The like whole they're place. in every room. It's so cool. I was like, what a cool girls' weekend. Yeah. Like that yeah. sounds so fun. And then Whitney kind of takes over the trip and she's like, hey, Trixie's my friend. We're going to do drag. And then we're going to have, like, a night out. And uh, who stepped it up? Heather was wearing your Dolly Parton wig. Yes, Heather, Mon uh, Monica. Monica, who I like. I like the new girl, Monica, I do too. a lot. I do. And I got sad when she was like, I went to the Louis Vuitton store in I my know. bag. And you're like, no! <laughs> but also, like, good for you. <laughs> totally. Totally. And then Whitney, and then... Um, Angie K, the party crusher. Angie K, terrible wig though. Well, I mean, I don't like Angie K either, but they brought her in. They need a villain, whatever. Yeah. Like, She's yeah. Like, and how do you get away with saying, um, I'm going to put a hit on your family? How is that okay? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. She Angie said that's K. Meredith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so Meredith, Lisa, and Mary show up. In regular and clothes. regular clothes. Meredith puts on, like, a little bit of pink eye eyeshadow and mm -hmm. is like, I did it. I'm mm -hmm. in drag. And it's so silly. Was this homophobic? <sighs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't I don't know if it's—I don't think it's—I like, think it's them. Just a sigh of an ally. Yeah, it's <sighs> like—to it's, me, it's just, like, insane narcissism. Mm -hmm. It's like you're on this TV show. Everybody sees how beautiful you look all the time. No one's going to forget that you are beautiful if you just put yourself into, like— funny drag for an hour or two. Yeah, you're going you know? to Hunters in Palm Springs yeah. and everyone's going to like oh, lose Hunters. their shit. It's a fun it's one. It's so fun. Um, great espresso martinis. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, here you are, there's three of your cast members trying, or three or four, or whatever, yeah. and then the rest of you are just like girls yeah, going like, out. Meredith was like, I put on a sparkly <clears throat> outfit and you could see she tried a little with the makeup, but mm -hmm. Lisa just fully boycotted it. Lisa fully boycotted. And, and had a meltdown. Full on mouth. I have a glam team. Like, no, I want to wear that. I think it was a little homophobic on her part. 
It you do. I do. Well, I don't because uh, they're Mormon and from Utah. Yeah, that's there. Yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. The Book of Mormon. Yeah, that like, is like the gay elephant I know in gay, the room. I know ex-gay Mormons who have yeah. been like, I've left the church because like it's they hate me. So yeah, it's that like, makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course it was. I, I mean, I thought at first it was just she was like, I don't want to look ugly, and it's like, but no one no. even really said you had to look ugly. But then like, they showed her without that makeup on, and I thought that was a little like. <laughs> Like, yeah, the editors being like, yeah. okay, bitch, you don't want to play ball? And my favorite drunk drawn on Instagram always just, like, takes their, like, them yeah, being yeah, messed yeah. up and, like, totally did that one. And I was like, oh, well, you don't want to be seen without makeup? Here you go. My friend gave me a drunk drawn print for marrying her and her husband. <clears throat> oh, that was my so good. gift. And it's Ramona in the fashion show in New York. Oh, if with you're the big old eyes? With her yes. eyes, huge. But, um, yeah, the— the whole thing is like she's just so snobby. Like that's what I love about Monica that she was like, "Stop bringing up the sixty thousand dollars." I know you could be like, "My ring, my ring, I love my ring." She kept saying the number, Selling everybody. the price tag. It's yeah. so snotty. And then she goes, "I have glam in Santa Pay. I have glam here." It's like, then why do you give a shit about losing twenty five hundred dollars? It's twenty five hundred dollars to you. What is that? That's nothing. You have a sixty thousand dollars ring that just fell off in a bathroom. Like twenty five hundred dollars to fly your glam girl out here. Let's call it three thousand for the flight. It's not that big of a deal for you. You're not doing this for other reasons and. You know what? I'm actually blaming myself for not seeing the disguised homophobia here. It's totally that. I remember yeah. watching and being like, oh, they don't want to get in drag. They wanted the free trip. They got the free trip. Yeah. They're getting, you know, screen time or whatever. But when it comes to actually stepping up and being an ally. And, and they, just and, doing, and, and it's just fun. They, yeah. No, it was, I think it's underlying homophobia, drag phobia. I even think Trixie picked up on it a little bit when she was just like, yeah. okay, well, thanks. Like, you were in my house. Right. And you're not playing the game. Yeah. And so. it's like, you just have to, I don't know, guys, this is your fucking job. Just mm -hmm. do your job. Mm -hmm. You got to get in drag once in a while. You got to do a stupid little goddess dinner once in a while where you dress like a goddess. You got to do these little theme dinners. You mm -hmm. have to. She's like, I'm just so over the theme night. And then she acted like you owed her like a, she was owed a Congressional Medal of Freedom for <laughs> going to this restaurant where they had the bad espresso martinis in like a, a, a crop top or whatever, or whatever she was wearing. I was like, you didn't even look that crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Lisa bothers me. I know she's iconic and everyone's like, baby gorgeous, no, but I, I think she's no. a snob. No, I think it is And too. I think that, yeah, like to go on those shows and like not be up here ever without full glam is so lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. See, let's get into some stories about being yourself. Taylor Swift. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Revitalizing the NFL. We can't escape this at all. And I went to an escape room this weekend. <laughs> Can I just tell you about this escape room? Yes. It was over by LAX. It was a Smurf theme. So it's like the Smurfs. Okay. Right. Weird, right? My, my friend and, and her daughter and her friend and my boyfriend, we all went. And we're like, oh, it's the Smurfs. We're going to crush this escape room. Oh, no. It was the hardest damn thing I've ever had to do Was it life. like Gargamel has you Gargamel trapped in a room? How did you know? I'm a Smurf fan. <laughs> what can I say? Gargamel has, has us trapped in a room. Um... There's riddles and clues and all this stuff. We, and we get out of one room and we're like, we did it. Then we're in another room. Oh. Get out of that room. We're in another room. I'm like, when does this end? <laughs> I'm so smurfing over this. Oh, my God. And, like, we didn't get out. We died in the Smurf escape room. We oh couldn't get out. We God, didn't say Papa Smurf. They 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 put him on a stretcher, ripped his legs off, like, one <laughs> by one. And we had to watch him die in front of us. There's only one woman. She's gonna have to help you repopulate the Smurf, the Smurf 
population, I guess. Yeah, oh we, my had, God. we left before I'm it got sad. to that part. I'm so, so sorry. So we were like, we can't witness this. You're on your own, Smurfette. Sorry. La, 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 la. Yeah, we were like, bye. Um, but yes, we this escape room, afterwards, we go to Dave & Buster's, uh-huh. which is right next door. And they have this game up everywhere. And it's Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chiefs? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay, got it. And all of a sudden, they're like, and here she is. And Taylor Swift walks in with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and uh, newly single Hugh Jackman. And it, everyone's losing their shit. They show Taylor on the screen and Dave and Buster is just like, wow. And I'm I like, heard that they flashed to her like 10 times throughout the game. They just like kept going to her. Well, the NFL is milking this. Isn't it? Is it? I'm not buying it. That the relationship? The relationship's PR. It has to be. In my opinion. It's so much. Yeah, I think it's complete PR. Her era's movie's coming out soon. Okay. I'm influenced by a podcast that I listened to about the Hollywood business. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, this guy was like, yeah, like her movie's coming out on October like 16th or something mm-hmm. like that. They don't want it. She has a huge fan base. She hardly needs promo. But like, wouldn't it be great to get all these boys that also come, like, to go with their girlfriends to mm-hmm. see the Eras movie. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great to get the other half of the population? Or not half, but, you know, like, many people, more people to come to her movie. So I think it's that. This guy, Travis, is pretty open about wanting more fame beyond the NFL. He's been on a reality show. He's got a podcast that's popular. His jerseys are selling out, like, at five times the rate. Like, the NFL is milking the shit out of this. Viewership's up. They're playing her song, like, yeah. welcome to New York. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not, like... Oh, no. It's a whole thing. I mean, yeah, like, it's, it feels like it's a good little chapter in her story to date, like, a popular football player. She's never done that. All the guys she's dated have been kind of, like, small and musician-y. And, mm-hmm. Or movie guy, like, what, Jake Gyllenhaal, I guess. Well, yeah, but, but then, like, like, recently was, like, the lead singer of the 1975 yeah. who was, like, a weirdo. And yeah, then she had, yeah. like, some British guy before that or something. Yes. So The boyfriend she was with for a little while, that Joe guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I'm not even a major fan, and I know yeah. everything about her. Exactly. It's, fuck, you There's can't no escape escaping. It. No yeah. escaping. Like we are in it. I don't. It's like it's like eyes wide shut. It's like or like what's it? Clockwork yeah. Orange. We're all just like. like well, Lisa had this thing that we. She said today on our Patreon. We do have a Patreon also if people are interesting. It's called name dropping. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, she um said that she wonders if because Taylor's so competitive, if she wanted to sort of like. Um, monopolize a little bit of press time because her tour's over, but Beyonce's is still finishing up. We're going to put a pin in that. Okay. Promise me, promise me, promise me. Because um, there's a story um, about Taylor, how someone was just escorted off of a plane because they took a shot every time Taylor was on camera. Oh, my God. They got sick, pissed and, and puked probably at the same time. And yeah, had to get, they had to like- The shut, NFL. Like, she's infiltrating life. It's oh my insane. God. Um, so yeah, after the game, Kelsey and Swift were seen walking out of the stadium. They spent the evening together. She looked amazing. It's just, oh God. And now we're like having to, like now we're having to see them like the day after sex apparently because yeah. like they're staying at each other's homes. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Have um, you heard, I mean, there's obviously rumors, as there are about everybody, there's rumors that Taylor Swift is a lesbian, and that, like, I had a lesbian friend who a while ago was like, it's about to come out, it's all gonna come out that Taylor's a lesbian, obviously it hasn't, and then someone told me, oh, like, Kelsey might be gay, and they, they might just be bearding for each other, oh. but again, conspiracy theories. I would love a bearded couple. Yeah, the new, 
the new uh, what is it the 1950s again like rock hudson doris yeah travis is hot i'll say that he's a very sexy attractive man taylor's gorgeous as well but do i want a taylor twist (laughs) yes that's what i want um speaking of we had what's his name from um queer eye Anthony, yeah, do you remember him? He's yes. the one who's like, I have this invention called guacamole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up within the entourage. He is kind of in the shadows, literally, um, and not getting all of the recognition that he so rightfully deserves. Um, she had Blake Lively. She had uh, the what's his name, Mahone, Brittany, Mah- Brittany Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. Mahomes? Mahomes, yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds, all those guys. But Anthony was in the back. But what I love is that every picture that's being taken, Anthony, who's he looking at? No one. <laughs> He's just giving profile to, and I've been there. I have done this. I know exactly what you're doing. It's the, it's the. In case oh, you, you get guys? Some- you know what's so funny? Doesn't he look a little bit like John Mayer? I've always kind of thought that Anthony looked a little bit like John Mayer. I could see that. And that, that. is a, a, allegedly a Taylor X. But yeah. There's that's... a picture where he's doing this. He's like, I mean, like, like leaning over. I can only imagine what a photo like this does for your career now. Like, Taylor's like so hot, red hot with all this publicity. Like, I'm not saying Anthony's very famous, mm-hmm. but, you know, probably trying to level up a little bit here. I know. I'm wondering, like, why he's there. I mean, not why, but I mean, like, how did he get there? He was like, a football game? I'd love to. Is he, though? Yeah, Uh, yeah. In New Jersey? Okay. He's like, I handcrafted Taylor's cocktail. (laughs) As a food and wine expert, it's called vodka cranberry. (laughs) You are going to get vodka and cranberry. Any store will do. He's like the girl. He's like these girls on TikTok. I saw this TikTok where these girls invented vodka soda. They were like, this is amazing. You cannot taste the vodka. We're like, oh my God. Wait, no, was that the where they mixed baking soda with it? Oh no. I think it was girls inventing thinking they were inventing vodka soda. And oh. they were like, and even a little bit of lime and was like, oh my God, what's happening? You guys, it's called vodka sodas. <laughs> sometimes I'm like so impressed by the youth, and sometimes I'm like, we're doomed. Terrifying. You know? <laughs> okay. But let's get back into okay, we're yes. we're exhausted with Taylor, but I want to go back to what you were saying okay. about um. Beyonce. Beyonce and Taylor. So yeah. Taylor's movie Eras is coming out to IMAX. Beyonce's Renaissance is going to be released, I believe, December 1st it was announced. Okay. What's going to happen? Because movie theaters will not be the same. Nicole Kidman will shake. <laughs> Nicole Kidman we will We come finally... to this place for riots. No, yes, I don't know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to... Like, you're going to go see these. No one's going to sit down. If people are fighting in the fucking Little Mermaid movie, I know. what's going to happen at Renaissance with Beyonce? She was in Houston, like, over the weekend, and people were fighting in the nosebleed seats. Really? Isn't that insane? I thought it was all about love and reflection. Acting our Virgo vibe on each other. Nicole Kidman's going to be like, arm breaks feel good in a place like this. (laughs) Like, she's going to have one wrinkle go pew, and like, because she's going to (laughs) be... shook. (laughs) She's just trying to watch The Lost World for the first time. Ah. Or Ali with Will Smith. Who picked these movies for Nicole to watch? I know. I've been in theaters where people stand up and salute during that entire thing. I know, but I mean, now, Nicole, sit the fuck down. It's about Beyonce. Yeah. You know? 
Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I don't think I will. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I, I've been burned before by talking anything bad about Taylor Swift on uh, my podcast. Sure. I like her. I like her. We all do. Everyone who's She's come fine. on. I like her. We like but her. But I'm a big Beyonce fan. And sure. I like, will, I'm really excited to see Renaissance on the big screen. Eras I will watch, but maybe not like at the movie theater. There's a know. reason I didn't go to Eras <laughs> because, or a Billie Eilish concert. Um, and it's not them. I love Billie Eilish. I respect Taylor Swift. But it's the fact that when I go to a concert, I want to hear them. And the, the yes. fans will all sing the songs. And I'm like, I don't, sh- can you shush? Shush. This is what a friend was telling me that she's been to both Eras and Renaissance and said that Eras is like a sing-along. Mm-hmm. And that's why all these like mm-hmm. little girlies are loving it. But Beyonce, it's like her songs aren't that easy to sing along to. Oh, no. as, like she's, because she's more... Uh, look, I'm not, I don't want to get into it. I just think Beyonce is very vocally talented. And it's like the fashion and all this stuff for her. So people are paying attention. And then mm-hmm. she's putting everybody on mute. Mm-hmm. You know, the mute challenges. And, oh, absolutely. And that's going to be the thing in the movie theaters. And that's going to probably be my favorite part yeah, of the that movie. that moment of silence. Just, oh. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. Like, we're. I, I'm calling it now. We're going to have in the news when Swift... Uh, what is it, eras and renaissance are in theaters, you're going to be like, a local fight broke out. Watch, <laughs> you're going to hear it because someone's going to be like, friendship bracelets she flying. Said mute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's going to like, it's probably going to be Nicole. She's going to sneeze and they're going to be like, Kah! you're like, throw a chair on Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> you watch. Um, but yeah, so here's the, here's the thing. So now they're letting Taylor Swift into the games, which I think is into the football games with uh-huh. Travis Kelsey. Uh-huh. Uh, so they'll let a snake into the stadium, but they won't let alligators into the stadium because this, <laughs> this happened over the weekend. A reptilian emotional support alligator <sighs> was denied access into a Phillies game. A Phillies fan tried to come into the game with what they said was a service animal, an alligator. Yes, an alligator. <laughs> Talk show host Edward Eskin posted on X, things I've never seen, this is it. It's humongous. Right, right. So this is what, this is the alligator. I mean, um, it's the size of a German shepherd, I would say. Yeah, because it just actually ate a German shepherd before <laughs> this picture was taken. So, uh, yeah, it has a red vest on, um, which indicates this is clearly a service animal. Not the fact that it's a fucking alligator what on the- a leash. I I I mean, look, I saw a story years ago about an emotional support peacock. Yes. So it's like, I don't know what's surprising me anymore, but it's like how I don't understand how you get any emotional support from something that could truly... Last week in Florida, a woman was eaten by an alligator and another... Did you see that story? Of course. I like, woke up to it in the yeah. morning and had my coffee and was like... <laughs> You're like, the chill is in the air. People are getting eaten by alligators. It is fall, oh, baby. Did someone say October? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So this is what happened. The stadium's policy, I'm glad they have one, states that only guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome, and all other animals are prohibited. Uh, Thus excluding Wally, this is the name of the alligator, as an emotional support animal. Uh, The reptile and his owner being relegated to stay outside of the stadium, uh, people were getting close and touching him and... Loving him and getting pictures with him, but this wasn't the first time that the alligator has made headlines in the city or was spotting making friends. The uh, alligator was photographed out and about in Philadelphia's Love Park last year in August. 
Oh, I like that he's out catching the sun, you know? Was it? What if it was just like in some weird like alligator orgy like out in the woods? <laughs> they're like they're An like, alligator meetup? In Love Park. Wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. If I saw an alligator on a leash, the last thing I'm going to do is be like, you know what? Let's touch it. Let's yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. No. I see those videos. I love Nature is Metal. It's one of my favorite Instagram accounts. And there's like a video of like lion tamers, zookeepers and shit. And they're like, here we are with the lion. All of a sudden it's like, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> How embarrassing. You're like, how'd you lose your arm? Well, I was outside of this baseball game and there was an alligator that couldn't get in. And I took a picture with it and it ripped my arm off. Yeah. What kind of an alligator? I'm so glad you asked. It was an emotional support alligator. <laughs> Hey, remind us never to invite Justin ever again. Well, certain emotional support animals are like fuzzy and cute so you can hold them. But others, other support animals like know when you're having like a diabetic attack. Like mm-hmm. they can like smell your blood or whatever. Yeah, they and, they, and, just... and they can sit and do something to say, you need to check your blood sugar. Yeah. Or like some of them can call 911 or whatever, press a button on their collar. What the fuck can this little alligator do? Eat you. Yeah. Yeah, what's it going to do? Oh, oh. Oh, it's having a it's having an epileptic seizure. Let's grab its head with my jaws and spin. Yeah. I need to feel wanted. Oh, okay, it's... now the alligator is eating me, so I do feel desired. Oh, I know. I know. Um, and if if it's an alligator's teeth won't kill you. <laughs> <sighs> He's holding it like a baby. I don't like it. Oh my god. I don't like it at all. No. What do I not like more? Uh, an alligator as a support animal or Britney Spears with knives? Oh, God. Those videos were giving me heart attacks. I know. And here's the thing. We say this every week. We don't want to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do not look forward to this at all. <laughs> we even say to ourselves, you know what? Let's take a break. But then it happens. Britney is slinging knives. People are making uh, Britney Hanna memes. And there was one with The Matrix over, like, last night where she's, like, dodging the bullets. I was howling. I sent it to Lane. I was like, Lane, did you see this? He's like, yes, it was hilarious. She had a wellness check. Okay. Which is good because someone needs to. Yeah. But then there was a video. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one she made where she had, like, cuts on her arm, which I would assume, but, like, I think it was, like, bandaged. But now she's in her knife era. Yeah. Because now she's posting video or pictures of, like, ballerina slippers with knives on them. And someone's going to get hurt. Spencer Pratt did a video where he was dancing with all the knives and clink, clinkity, clink. Well, I don't really care if something happens over there. Well, (laughs) you know, right. But also, we need to give props where it's due. Enigma. Enigma. Enigma needs a comeback. You know, pure moods. Pure moods. Oh my God. Pure moods were a mood. I'm telling you. Pure moods was everything. Yep. I went to buy them at Starbucks, couldn't you? Weren't they like right next to Starbucks? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They would sell like world music and like pure moods Uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Just sexual. Like I would lock myself in a closet emotionally and physically. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking Enya, boom, 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 sail away. Like, get me yes. started. Pyramids was it. It slaps. We need a, a, a comeback a of that. 
yeah. a renaissance, a renaissance of, of pure moods. Maybe Beyonce's next like whole vibe will be like a world music pure moods. I vibe. hope so. I after <laughs> uh, this weekend, I went um, biking on the beach. I'd never done that, and I I did it, and went to the Venice Ale House, and we're waiting outside. Sarah McLaughlin. <gasps> In the arms of the angel? No, even better. The one where she's like, breathe me. <laughs> Heaven holds a sense of wonder. I was like, and like just by to, myself, yeah. no one knew what the hell was going on. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's Sarah McLaughlin. They were like, the 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 dog lady? And I'm like, she's more than that. Oh like, my God. I, I love know. that whole album so, so much. So good. Uh, Sarah of McLaughlin. A time. So good. Well, Enigma, you deserve your flowers. And I guess also the prop room where she got the knives from is getting a big boost. That's exactly what I was going to say. The prop <laughs> shop where she claims she rented the knives. <laughs> they're not Cuisinart knives. They're from a rental store. Got a big boost in sales after the shout out. And it's helped pull the store out of a financial hole. So Aww. Britney Spears supports small business. Yeah, small business Britney. Wait, but like... It, okay, I get that they're fake, and I mean, a prop person can probably tell me better, but, like, they were making clink-clang noises yes. when she was doing it. Absolutely. So, so it's like, even if they're fake, girl, it's a pointy piece of metal that you're, like, putting very close to your face and eyes. And so here's the knife. So she said, we're told everyone in the sales department's been getting calls from people asking about the singer and her knives. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, the manager's been fielding tons of calls about Britney. The manager says Britney's partially to thank for saving the store. The place has been struggling during the writers and actors strike this year. Oh Wait. Gosh. I'm not buying this. So those are fake knives? Yeah, I are guess. Are those breakable plates? Are those the kind of plates you can, like, hit over Nicole Kidman in a movie theater during the Renaissance That's uh, film? That's expensive, though. Like, sugar glass and stuff that breaks easily over people is, like, really expensive. So they say the store's been bumping her songs nonstop ever since her post. Again, do not play Britney Spears. Play Enigma. Enigma. Give respect when it's due. So, yes, uh, everyone's worried about Britney, but this that knife store is like, keep on dancing crazy. Yeah. And she's like, they're not real knives, you guys. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, can we say this? If you want to support Britney Spears, vote off Jamie Lynn on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Oh if you want to support God. your local dancers with knives who love but to— But doesn't she like Jamie Lynn again? It's like the wind blows, and she's like, my mom and I are great now. I like, don't know. Give me that memoir I don't know. immediately. I know. Well, wait. So recently she goes, I'm putting the finishing touches on my memoir. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Because you, when you finish a book, it's done way in advance. And like it's hitting bookshelves in three weeks. She's like, I'm just like putting a couple dot in my eyes and my cues. And it's like, what? No, bitch, you're putting a butterfly on yeah, the cover. That's like, what you're what doing. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, no. it's already published, right? It's like sitting in boxes it ready to go to, to stores. It has to be just <laughs> sitting there waiting and also three pages long. Also, who's her ghostwriter? I need to speak to them. It's just one long paragraph on oh three pages. Oh my God, can That's you imagine? It's just like a million exclamation points and butterfly emojis. And emojis, yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. I cuz cuz I mean but I'm sure her ghostwriter has signed an NDA that's like the thickness of the Bible, right? Oh, has to. Yeah. Has to have Never signed will it. speak. Just in blood. Yeah. On a blood moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the, the summer solstice yes. like with enigma playing. Yes. <laughs> I love just a fall druid moment. <laughs> So perfect. And creepy for, like, the kids coming. You can put that little Gregorian chant when kids are coming to... Uh, 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 
The beat. Wait, how did that start? <laughs> yes. So, from that, it is Fashion Week. Okay. Yes. We're what going is it in, not? I know. Well, it was Paris Fashion Week uh, last week, and this made headlines when a model was wearing a giant fur ball got lost on the runway. <laughs> and this is a Christian Cowan show. Or Cohen, I'm not sure, I'm not familiar, but this model is clearly, I mean, oh. if the Britney Spears Knives costume doesn't give you life on Halloween, maybe this giant furball and go-go boots will, because this model just got lost, just run. <laughs> you know, it's like, I. you think of models, it's like they have it easy, they make all this money and they just have to walk around looking beautiful, and look at what we're making Can this I poor just say, girl do. There is a team... <laughs> Helping her stand up. Could you imagine if this was your first runway? Say if you just broke into modeling and they're like, welcome to Paris Fashion Week, kid. And you're like, I made it. Put on this fuzzy meatball. Also, how did they cast it? Just looking at legs? Were they like, your knees are perfect for this? This poor girl, no one's helping her. There's like no skin. None of her body is even showing. So this could truly have been, and the guy who does the gritty costume could have been in this furball. Exactly. Kendall Jenner's like, what the way back and like this poor girl's just lost walking into Anna Wintour just like just stepping on everyone's feet oh my that's god that's what I would do I would just sit down like an animal that like, knows it's being attacked me. yeah I'm like well here it is this poor girl she weighs like 40 pounds and has to carry that furry ball over her so yeah that was like a breaking story then we also have um New York Fashion Week is this week and oh, already right. it's kicked off where we're having protesters on the runway saying like coaches murder right, you know, right. leather kills yes, so yes. it's a hot fashion no week no exotic animals I was no like, emotional support gators <laughs> um but have you watched the supermodels on Apple Plus no not yet not yet but uh, like I came up I came I grew up at a time very much where these women were like everything oh <sighs> The nostalgia. I gotta watch it. It's fantastic. Like everyone I've talked to has binged it. It's just four episodes. Yeah. And I can't do it because I'm just so emotionally attached to it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out Apple Plus. It's called The Supermodels. It reunites Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, and Linda Evangelista. And it it interviews each of them individually and then collectively about their rise from the late 80s into the 90s supermodels powerhouses that yeah. we know. And it is just something so refreshing and wonderful. Like, I I forgot that Naomi Campbell was Aliyah's muse. Like, she didn't have a father. And Aliyah, like, pretty much adopted her and used her as his muse and gave her, like, free clothes and taught her about the business. There's one part where she says that some photographer, like, grabbed her boobs. And he was like, nope, we don't do that anymore. And how many girls were being, like— handled wrongly in the, yeah. in the industry. Christy Turlington, you know, in the, like, in the Midwest, goes to New York. She becomes pretty much Calvin Klein's muse for Eternity. I was like, oh, my God, I loved Eternity. Yes, I remember. So she's on this, like, million-dollar contract that she kind of had a falling out with. She's like, I want to get out of this. Linda Evangelista, she's dating her agent at the time. Cindy Crawford becomes, like, you know, Middle America, pop, MTV, We'll never forget when she sang in that Charlie commercial, remember? (gasps) She did, For Charlie. Charlie. And they call it Charlie. 
because beautiful as she is, she's a, a singer she is not. Now, what is the story? What happened to Alinda Evangelista? She had some kind of like cool a filler product that went wrong? What happened? It was cool sculpting. She oh. had like cool sculpting don- gone wrong. And when they cool sculpt you, it, it like it sets, it hardens, and then over time it liquefies and it's gone, right? But okay. hers didn't, so she just was just a lumpy model. Oh, no. So it was kind of like just botched, and I don't know if it can like uh, be prone to like infection or anything oh. like that, but yeah, I remember when that came out and she was like, she'll never model again, and I was like, no. no. But honestly, Linda Evangelista is like so beautiful in this documentary. But um, since then, there's been drama, and this article came out where... Uh, Naomi Campbell recently unfollowed Linda Evangelista on Instagram and didn't tag her when the four were reunited at the Vogue World event earlier Uh-oh. this month in London, which drives me insane because, like, this whole documentary series is, like, they all started out together. Naomi Campbell was working in the UK and wasn't getting— there was, like, one scene where she's like, oh, I had 20— um, or no, that was Linda Evangelista. She's like, I had 20 gigs and I only got four when I cut my hair. Like they like were like, no, short yeah, hair. Yeah. But Naomi Campbell was like, I'm not getting the same gigs. Yeah. And Linda and Christy were like, if Naomi's not booked, we're not booked either. So, so it was, it's like about them being sisters in absolutely. a way. And then now there's all this drama afterwards. Yes. And now, like you see. You know, George Michael calls them to do Freedom and how they have to, like, oh, one of my favorite songs. video, so good. One of my favorite go-to. video, everything. I absolutely agree. And now they're like, oh, no, like, they're unfollowing each other. Oh. Which I don't understand. It was just Linda and uh, Naomi. Um, But, yeah, Naomi Campbell did kick off, or she closed off one of the shows in New York Fashion Week this week so far. Um, Did you have a favorite? Of these models well, growing and, up? And Tatiana. Don't forget Tatiana. She recently, like two years ago, died of breast cancer. She was also in the Freedom video as well. Oh. So remember in the, in the like, when they're all nude? Yes. Picture, she's in there as well. Yeah. Oh, that's Tatiana right there in the middle. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I've always kind of just thought Naomi was such a badass. Okay. And she's so stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so stunning. Chrissy Turlington, I don't know. I always always thought Chrissy Turlington was gorgeous, and I think her husband is hot. Yes. Wait, who's her husband? Ed Burns? Ed Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Turlington was my it girl. And I, yeah. I yeah. loved her. She was so, she just like, she doesn't look like she's wearing any makeup. At she all. just looks beautiful all the time. And she's like they're all, I mean they're all aging very beautifully as they're well. They're stunning, all of them. Cindy Crawford's daughter, I just saw Kaya. in that movie um, Bottoms. I had like I'd seen what photos did you of call her. her? <laughs> <laughs> I had seen photos of her, but I'd never seen her like talk, and mm-hmm. she's just like exact spitting image of. Well, that's of, what's funny in the yeah. in the very first episode. She says, "Yeah, everyone says that Kaya. Uh, what did she say? Everyone says Kaya looks like me." She's like, "No, no, or, or I that I look like Kaya." She goes, "No, Kaya looks like me." <laughs> She's like, that's my daughter. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and they go on to talk about the infamous, like, I won't get out of bed for $10,000. Sure. And they're like, oh, we never said that. And that's what's kind of incredible is that the end of the second episode is the Freedom video. Right. And they talk about how MTV launched, you know, Cindy starts doing House of Style, Naomi and or Christy's doing... Um, Calvin Klein, how they're getting on all the covers of Vogue worldwide. And at the very end, um, uh, Johnny Versace calls them up to do a fashion show. And he's like, 
get the girls. Yeah. And they get the girls, and they all come out during Freedom 90 playing. Oh, And so my they're God. all coming out lip-syncing to it, and then they all get together at the end and, like, sing it, and you're just like, Oh my God. Yeah, I got to watch this. It's so this like good. So the time. I was obsessed with all these models. Like I know. Nikki Taylor, Claudia yes. Schiffer. Like, remember when Nikki Taylor's like daughter or sister, sister died? Yeah. I was like, no. Like, just all these models mm-hmm. were like, they were just as famous. Like, I can't think of models that are really like that right now that are only really famous are for none. that. They're all like there's the Hadids none. and, gives a and shit? Kendall are all no part cares. of bigger families and yeah. dynasties and they're dating people. And these it's like, are women who. Like Naomi, she started in dance and she like, she was like, you know what? I want to try modeling. These are women who were out in real life and people came up to them and like, they're like, oh, here's my card. And they call them and they're like, oh, it was Herbert's. Or yeah. like, it's like, what? And you're like, oh, what? Like just, these are women who were discovered. <laughs> oh God. People who did local commercials in like Illinois where Cindy Crawford's from. Like, it wasn't like, Fucking Chris Jenner, like yeah, yeah. Kendall wants to model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to Milan. <laughs> you know, it's not that. It was like these women like worked for it. They hustled. Yeah. They went on go sees. Like sure. It's not, I mean, it's honestly, call me old. I don't give a shit, but like there's no supermodels these days. No. No, no, no. None. And like this supermodel culture, I feel like led to Top Model, Mm -hmm. which eventually led to Drag Race and a a bunch of other, you know, reality competition, like things that are like this. Oh, look at that. The woman from Game of Thrones gets to sit at Fashion Week next to Christina Ricci. What's her name again? She's great. I mean, Kate Moss, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, Kate Moss. Uh I mean, like, God. But also, you're that much of an icon. Let's let's talk icons for a second. Let's go back to Drag Race. Do you remember yeah. Aja saying to Valentina? Who do you think you she, are, Linda, Linda Evangelista? Evangelista? She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah, that. About Valentina. Then let's go into Beyonce. Naomi Campbell, walk. Naomi yeah, yeah, Campbell, yeah. walk. Move your body like Naomi Campbell. Yeah, yeah like... Um, Cindy Crawford, I want to say... Cindy Crawford's been in a song for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they all have. But oh, like... Uh, Fucking RuPaul, CoverGirl. Oh, yeah. All of them. Put that bass in, y'all walk. Nikki, Cindy, Naomi. Yeah, all of them. Oh, yeah. It was such a time, the supermodel era. Mm-hmm. So good. Watch <laughs> it. I highly recommend. All right. We've got um, people who will not get out of bed for $10,000 a day, supermodels. This guy, this guy, this guy. The the Powerball winner, $2.4 billion winner, uh, what's his name? Do we have his name? Castro? Is that Edwin Castro? Edwin Castro. <laughs> it was like Fidel Castro. <laughs> Has won Edwin the Castro won the $2.4, $2.4 billion Powerball prize in February. And he has gone on to just spend it. Um, he's still wearing like modest clothes. He can't go to Fashion Week though. But um, he got a new haircut. He's got some uh, blonde and black braids. First of all, why are you showing yourself in public? (laughs) It's like rule number one. He's also spending his money at an alarming rate. He accepted a lump payout of $997.6 million in February after the winning numbers had been announced. So where does the other $1.4 billion go? To taxes? Linda Evangelista's paycheck. <laughs> no, I honestly have no clue. But he's dropped a combined $76 million 
since his win on three mansions in California, including his most recent purchase, a sprawling 47 million seven-bedroom, 11-bathroom, infinity pool-equipped compound in Bel Air. You simply don't need three mansions in California. That's what I'm saying. Two is enough. <laughs> two is enough. Just a comfortable two. Yeah. When one feels a little bit boring and dusty, you go to the other one. I don't know what this third one is for. I don't get it. I I don't even know. Oh, my God. His landlord? Uh-huh. His landlord, Reggie Romero, was sued in February by his former tenant, Jose Rivera, for allegedly stealing the winning ticket from him and giving it to Castro. <gasps> Scandal. Romero told the Post that Rivera showed him the winning ticket but denied that he, quote, stole it and refused to return it to him before supposedly giving it to Castro. This is why you have three homes. So you can hide from a guy coming after you for saying that you stole his winning lottery ticket. Oh, it could have just fallen out of his pocket, but I don't know how it got to him, Romero said with a shrug. (gasps) Wow. You would think that, like, when you win these, when you win the billions, like, when you win so much that there's, like, video of you going into the gas station to get the— Do you like, remember four million? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, one million? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine billion. It's so nuts. So this guy has almost a billion dollars, and he's buying three mansions. Three mansions. And a blonde updo. And okay. braids, yeah. I hope, I hope it works out. But I'm going to talk about money in a second because Hugh Hefner's son has spent over $100,000 of his OnlyFans profits, you heard me, uh, on Pokemon cards. Oh, my God. Everyone is so sick. What? <laughs> What a sick world we live in. What is happening? Yeah. So first of all, Marston Hefner, who is the son of Hugh Hefner, um, recently told people that he started an OnlyFans account to support his collector habits. Specifically, he wanted to save up to buy Pokemon cards and comic books. His bio on the platform reads he's bisexual. Uh, He does his best to go through life with love. So I'm, what what do you think is on the OnlyFans? Is she is he showing whole or is he just like talking? Like I don't know because you can't just ask if they're showing whole. Well, no, but people go on OnlyFans and don't they just like if you're famous? Like don't some famous people just go on OnlyFans and like answer fan questions and like it's like a like it's just like a life. It's not sexy. I'm looking it up right now. As sexy as whole would be to most of us. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Hefner's son's hole. I'm being, I'm being sarcastic. Hefner, I'm Googling Hefner hole. <laughs> Let's see, Hefner hole. <gasps> oh. It's yoga poses. Naked? Yeah. Okay. There's dick. Okay. Slide the phone over here. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Consent? Yeah, consenting on the pod. Whoa, okay. That was a zoom in. That was a zoom in I wasn't ready for. Yeah. Wow, Hugh Hefner's son has saggy ass balls. Yeah. I guess there's no amount of yoga that'll tighten those babies up. Not at all. So this guy doesn't need this, right? He 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 made money off of his father's estate when he passed. So he's doing this would, specifically to fuel the to Pokemon fuel his addiction. Pokemon addiction. Is he married? <sighs> no, probably not, right? No. Um so yeah, he got a card. Uh, a disco Charizard for $40,000, a disco Holo, we were speaking about Hole, Shadowless (laughs) Blastoise for $10,000, and an Amazing Fantasy 15 Spider-Man comic book for $50,000. That's $100,000 in geek gear. 
Okay. I just thought that like Pokemon. Could you imagine? Is the bottom not falling out under Pokemon like it did with Beanie Babies? I, who's still buying this uh, stuff? Hugh Hefner's son's bottom is yeah. falling out. Uh, <laughs> Anna's balls as well, apparently. I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, yeah. I think Pokemon is just is not Beanie Babies. They keep releasing <laughs> stuff. But could you imagine just being like, God? Wait. I who, need this Charizard here. Just there's just take a, a picture of it. I made it. You're like, oh my God. Wait, there's a person in this article that it said goes, I think it's a very volatile investment. You think? Yeah, it's a volatile investment. Pokemon cards. But do you remember like with Beanie Babies, at least they would like leave the tag on it and like yeah. protect the tag. Oh, and yeah. now it's like, whatever. Oh, who doesn't have a Princess Diana Beanie Baby? Get I out had here. one when I was a kid. I sold it for $300. In 1997, that was a lot of money. Yeah, but did you show whole? No. <laughs> You did it I'm the old fashioned way. That. I'm saving that for when I'm really desperate. And uh, trust me, there's been people have been asking. Um, wait, I just oh my god, like his inheritance he received from his father and his wife's salary. He is married. Yeah. To an environmental project manager. And yep. Oh, she's got to be regretting some decisions. I mean, no, she's, she's like, not. I thought I was marrying like the heir. the heir to Hugh Hefner's Playboy Fortune. And the guy is spending all the money on Pokemon showing his cars. ball sack to buy Pokemon cards. You know what she's thinking? Now I'll never be a real housewife. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, well, certainly not on the OC. I don't think they believe in climate change, but Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's going to be on like Beverly Hills. She's like, I'm married to the son of Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Can we get a, a squirtle over here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Oh well, my God. Honey. Yeah. Uh, are you coming to the ladies luncheon with us? Hold yeah, on. I'm taking, my a picture. I'm taking a picture of my hole real quick to get that <laughs> squirtle card. God, how embarrassing. Oh my God. Uh, Just- yeah. That, and the housewives are all holding Pokemon balls. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh my God. The Real Housewives of Pokemon. I wanted to ask you, what would you spend $100,000 on? Oh my God. On a collectible. God. If you could collect something. This isn't a good question for me. Okay. I'm just not. No, it's fine. I'm just not a big merch person. I'm mm. not really into like, I took Lisa with me to DragCon and she was like, <gasps> yeah. like, it's just like, oh my God, this cute character from when I was a kid. Like, I just, a collectible thing, like, I there's just, I can't even think of one that I would be that into. It doesn't have to be collectibles. It could just be, like, regular stuff that you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, $100,000, I'd probably just, like, buy better clothes and go on a fun trip. I don't know. Mm. Am I boring? Ugh, no. I'm falling asleep at my own answer. I just, like, yeah, I'm more of an experienced person. I don't buy stuff that much. You wouldn't be, you like, so if, if he's buying cards, like, just stick with one thing. Not a trip or, like, yeah. clothes. Like, like material, what, like, <sighs> one, like, just cards or comic books or... I'm buying, um, I'm buying... Care Bears memorabilia. Really? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't think there's a thing for me. Well, there's a thing for me. What candles. is it for you? Candles. candles. Oh. You buy $100,000 of candles? I would. Okay. Okay. Not like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I would if someone was like, here's $100,000. You have to spend it on one thing. Yeah, one thing only. And it can't be your family or yeah. your loved ones or, you know. Oh my Close god! Trip. I would have to buy like Goose you just Creek buy candles. candles. Yeah. Wait, just... you're not even like a diptyque guy. You're into Goose Creek. What's that? Oh, 
Oh, uh, blowing well, my candle. No, it wouldn't be like open. Deti- well, I could I could do like any sort of like candles because I give them as gifts. I give them as I'm a candle gay. I, I just have a got cabinet. a cool candle from Bibliotech. Is that one you've heard of? Bibliotech. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah, they have the candle store. Did you get it at Candelarium? Somebody on Santa gave Monica? it. Oh, I used to live right by Candelarium, uh, and I was like, "This <laughs> candle store has the funniest name, Candle- Candelarium." Candelarium, and it's insane. It's right next to Laurel Hardware. I yes, used to live is. right there. Yeah. Um. No, I was given it as a gift. Mm-hmm. I was given it as a gift. Um. And now I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. There's a creepy critter candle right now that I have, and it is solid for Halloween. It's What's sm- the scent? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's like woods, marshmallow, embers, and like— um, Oh, I love that. It's like summer camp smell. It's a summer camp smell, but it's not too masculine, not too feminine. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, this could be like a good year thing. Love that. But yeah. And it's—yeah. But of course, I put it on there, and they're like, what does it smell like? I'm like, creepy critters. No, it smells wonderful. I have five candles. candles. They have flash sales. I have five candles on my kitchen island or whatever. And one is, um, um, oh my God, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, RuPaul's candle. Mm -hmm. One is a Casey Musgraves boy smells candle. I don't like the boy smells candles. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's all right. Um, And then it's this bibliotech. And then it's this other one a friend gave me. And then, oh God, the fourth one's not even good. Probably the fifth one. But um, one candle, I love the smell of it so much. And it smashed on the ground. And I melted it down and put it into a ball jar because I needed to keep it because I loved it so much. Was it Hugh Hefner's son's ball jar? It was. (laughs) It was called, yeah, Ode to Pokemon. And it was intoxicating. Uh, um, I think, wait, is the candle Diptyque? Or is it Bibliotech? Wait. I know. Oh, Byredo is the name. Okay. This is it. I was like, because Bibliotech is just a library. Yeah, yeah. Byredo. So that's the, by oh, Rado. Bibliotech candle, yeah, Byredo. But, but, but Bibliotech is the scent, but the okay. company is Byredo. And it looked like fancy and maybe something for you to check out. Okay. Like I'll the website to. looks high end. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all it's like. a $94 candle. It's expensive. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. A gift again. Yeah. Well, we have a gift here if, if candles aren't your thing. Uh, <laughs> this is what happened. The first president of the United States, George Washington, had a lock of his white hair preserved for centuries, and now it's up for sale for $45,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Washington's hair lock is tied up in an oval shape and bound by a glass case, which is wrapped in pearls. <laughs> There's also an engraving with his initials GW on the back of the case. The lock was given to the Derby family back in the day, and the Derbys were close with both George and his wife, Martha. Washington's hair remained in the Derby family for several generations, and it was handed down from son to son, and now it's hitting the open market through moments in time. This podcast was sponsored by Moments in Time. <laughs> oh, my God. A letter dated August 15th, 1873 is also included with Washington's hair. It's correspondence between the Derbys and another collector talking about the locks. Remember, George Washington supposedly didn't wear a wig, unlike many of his contemporaries, and actually powdered his own hairdo. Why? Because he was a boss bitch. Pretty cool, and the buyer's going to need a lot of dead presidents to take this piece of, piece of history home. Maybe yeah. Edwin Castro's going to buy it. Maybe. He'll just oh. weave it in through that blonde Absolutely. that he's already got in there. Oh, my God. Totally. And he's like, yo, this up top? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you hate this? That's it. That's the lock of that, hair. It's so little. Isn't? Well, it's, it's like, yeah. It's in a little jewelry box. Well, also, people were small back then. Yeah. Like, George. And his they? hair looks wiry. He was not conditioning. No. So, it looks like it. it's probably like, how is it even still, how is it not pulverized by now? I guess they've been treating it very because carefully. Because I feel like. 
I feel like like corpse hair. It's yeah. Halloween. Isn't like hair like doesn't it keep growing when you're dead and all that oh, stuff? Oh, I think for a little bit, maybe. Sick. Yeah. And like your nails. Yeah. But also, why? Why is this a thing? Why do we have we have George Washington's hair covered with pearls being passed down? And that back in the day, that's the kind of thing that you were like, you're in for a real treat. Oh, I'm yeah. sending you this with a handwritten letter about you my want, hair. Yeah. Do you want glamour and treasure? Have I got the lock for you? I will say I just got my daughter's haircut for the first time in her life when she was four, and I, they give you a lock in a bag with a little certificate. This is a grown man named George Washington. I know. I know. Ew. It looks like pubes. Honestly, that looks like pubes. It's so little. It's on someone's fingertip. Yeah. It could be George Washington's pubes. Ugh. But also, George Washington's teeth, were they, did they look like Taylor Swift teeth or Britney Spears teeth? Oh. Either way, they were both wooden. Yeah. Do you think he had, like, like Taylor, like I had Greg Fitzsimmons on last week, he says that Taylor Swift looks like she has one tooth, like it's just one big tooth, and Britney has, like, yeah, like, like, like the piano keys. Like corn. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving corn. Yeah, give me a give me a Taylor Swift teeth, and if you could put close up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, see, it looks like she has like one big tooth. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, have a little crest white well, smile. She, yeah, it's like a crest smile, and then Britney teeth. Wait, so what happened? Why are the teeth when she's younger better? It's one of Earth's biggest mysteries. They're separating. It's a whole thing where everyone's like, why? A lot of people are saying, is is Britney AI? Have you heard that whole conspiracy? Oh, that she died and she's been replaced. Well, that was Avril Lavigne, but you know. Well, yeah, 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 that. But but, but when she hadn't posted on her Instagram for a long time before she went to Mexico, people thought she was dead. Ugh. But then she posted and was like, I'm going to Mexico. But I mean, look, do you want to give this woman knives? Yeah, what's happening with the teeth, I though? I know, it's a whole thing. Said, it's not like a meth thing, right? I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I don't want to put that out there. I already did. I just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, but that's the only that's the only drug that you think about. Look, I'm sure like heroin's not great for your teeth either. But it's like meth is the one that when you everyone's like always like, oh, your teeth, meth teeth, whatever. You yeah. know, that is yeah. the one associated with bad dental work. Yeah. If you look like a zombie scarecrow, yeah. then yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know. Because well, like Pepsi for those who think young, you know, uh, like she was had perfect teeth. Brittany needs to take some memos from Cindy Crawford, the original Pepsi uh, spokesperson. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, Kara, thank you so much for being here. Tell everyone at home and listening where they can follow you. I am on, I'm Kara Clank on Instagram and- uh, K-L-E-N-K. Yes, that's all Ks. Anytime you think there might be a C, it's a K. Uh, And I have a podcast, That's Messed Up, uh, an SVU podcast every Tuesday, new episodes at wherever you podcast. And we'll we'll be on tour this fall. So come check out where we're coming. Our live show is really fun. Yes, make sure to check them out wherever you see them on the road. And- as always, thank you guys for listening. We've got an exciting month coming up for you guys in October. Make sure to get those merch. Uh, that merch store is open. Here we have occasional guests. We've got Just Sayer. We've got Grown Woman Drama, which is out and available. Uh, also, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. As always, it means the world to me. And we've also got some trolls in there giving us one-star reviews. Thanks, trolls. <laughs> but uh, as always, and my Just Sayer group, I have a Just Sayers uh, Facebook group, which is awesome. So thank you guys for all your sweet comments and suggestions. And we will see you next time on the Just Sayin' Podcast. Take care. Bye. Bye.